basically do Rick impressions just without the real voice. I'm just Listen, you, well, you could be you, you. That could be your your uh, cosplay is Femric. I mean, that's a whole genre of cosplay. Is I'm I'm this character, but I'm a chick, so I have to be Fem this character. And I really think that's your calling. Probably. Yep. New new career, Sam cosplaying. That being said, welcome to the Transmit Podcast, where Sam is now a cosplayer. Look forward to her Definitely TikTok not. content. Nope. I'm your host, Spike. I'm Victor. I'm Samantha. And uh, today... They did TikTok. Oh, oh go for it. You know, succeed where musically failed. I think it, it's also succeeded where, um, where Vine failed. That's true. I mean, it's just the new... But it hasn't even been around that long for it true. to supersede. But but Will Smith is on, on TikTok. Was Will Smith on Vine? Maybe. Uh, maybe. That's not a... I, I, I follow Chris Hemsworth. On TikTok? Oh, yeah. He's TikToking. He's TikToking. It's because you got a an urgent for that sweet, sweet hunk of man flesh. Listen, have you seen those fuck me muscles he has? He just maintains. <laughs> Who hasn't? He just maintains that shit. It's not like he. He's not like um, Jason Statham, who gets kind of chubby in between movies. He's just this life-loving dude who, if I were gay, I would just bang the crap out of him, and I would be on top. But, oh yeah. Yeah, I could. Sitting on his dick on top. Oh, look at me. <laughs> okay, so we have some good news. Um, Kim Jong Un is most likely dead. Uh, uh, you got the, you got the, the, oh, wait, where's the. Uh, yeah. Oh, wait, I turned it down because of the thing again. Woo, he's most likely dead. Wow. You're so terrible. Terrible. Terrible, Spike. Oh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm awful. But honestly, Applauding I mean, the death you should, of another human being. You should never really like take <clears throat> great pleasure in someone else's death. But if I think I, if you were going did, to. I think there are some people who you can take great pleasure in their death. I didn't make you hit the applause button. You did ask me to do it. it made it a little bit less tasteful. Which, which now leads us to the possibility of having the cutest dictator ever. What's yeah, her name? She's, Kim Yojong or something? She's... she's <laughs> Everything that I've read is saying that she would not be successful just because of how patriarchal North Korea is anyway. So, but I, I like my version better, where I, where my fanfic is taking place. I got this this all thought out in my head. You mean your naughty dreams? N- well, for one, isn't that most fanfic? So it Fair. is highly it is highly erotic. It's called uh, Yo Jun yep. tests her cabinet, and it's her first day as the new dictator. And she she meets her like all the generals and ministers, and she says, "Listen, if you can't satisfy me as a woman, <laughs> then you obviously can't meet our people's needs." And what would follow would be about thirteen chapters of hardcore sex, ending with all of the ministers and generals just depleted, and she's still not satisfied. But mm-hmm. then, Dennis Rodman kicks in the door, because it turns out he was made by uh, by Kim to be the ambassador to America. Uh-huh. So he's technically part of the cabinet, and he finishes off what, what the rest of the men could not. So huh? North Korea is ruled by Dennis Rodman? Well, not, no, not ruled by. He's part of their, he's part of the government. So he, he's, he's part of her harem. Yeah, so he, he, he finishes off because basically there's going to be a, 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 a threat of execution because it's a dictatorship if they don't satisfy her. So then Dennis Rodman comes in, finishes her off, uh-huh. And they all live another day. 
finishes her off. <laughs> What's the move? What's the finishing move? Uh, uh, listen, um, <laughs> I, haven't got, I haven't gotten that far, but I'm guessing like maybe he picks her up by like her legs so that they're like way up high, next, so her knees are next to her head, kind of. And he he, he 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 has a large penis. Obviously, he's an NBA player, and so he you know he just has sex with her from behind, while picking her up. Oh, and her knees are her face. So yeah, her she's head. she so like her yeah she's got she's in like a fetal. Can position. you can you just demonstrate this? For okay, us? so like he's got his arms under. <laughs> <laughs> like on the cook, uh, right, right behind so, the knee. So he's hooked, on he's either got her side. Like yeah, this yeah. And he's going like that. She's done her, yeah, yeah. Maybe he's doing some thrusting too, but it's like, yeah, she's done her stretches. You know, she's obviously a well kept woman, so I, I think she could do it. Yeah, I've seen pictures of her. I was expecting her to be like fat, like all the other ones are. Nope, she's, there's a reason Kim is dead. It's because he's, <laughs> you look at him and you think, yep, that's heart disease right there. Okay, explain. I mean, maybe I'm missing something, but explain the memes where it's, Kim Jong-un suddenly being very unhappy with these three Nigerian princes or something. I don't I understand. Have, I have not seen that one. I've seen the one you where You posted the, it. No, no. Those weren't the princes. Those were the, those guys that carry the, that carry the coffin in a, in a, in a, in a, in a fancy way that they dance with the coffin. It's those guys because he's That's dying. That's what that is? Yeah. He's looking over there. He's like, oh yeah, your new friends are, I think they are from Nigeria, but they're not the. They're not like the scammers. They're they're I, they're those guys that dance with the coffin. I've never even seen that. I keep oh, seeing insane. it posted, and I just don't understand. I'm like, yeah, it's saying I'm so far behind. It's saying, hey, the guys who are carrying your pine box are here. Oh. So that's what I like. So yeah, that's my erotic fan fiction, and I think um, it'll gain some traction. What? So what's the deal with? Oh, the they're they're Ghanaian. Ah, Ghanaian. Sorry. What's the deal with the toast? Where she's like, oh, that's like a, that's a common she, anime trope where like they're in such a hurry, but they still want to eat, so they haven't had a chance to eat breakfast, so they're running down the street with a piece of toast in their mouth. Oh, it's the coffin meme dance. Coffin meme dance. So that that's why, and uh, I think they added that in in the. I think they they um, edited it in. Yeah, I think they um, photoshopped oh, it. Yeah, photoshopped. Okay. What's what's going on? What do you? Oh yeah, she's she's looking at the the Here, guys let dancing. Me, let me post it on the. TV so y'all can okay so can see this I this I've literally never seen this before see this is oh yeah <laughs> they're, a little too, they're a little too happy for yeah they they they're turning this death into a celebration they're so stylish and why does one guy have a different oh I guess he's the leader of that and now they're showing some other footage of some guy losing control. I guess this is like a, a funny started. death meme. Oh, that's, that's. oh, and oh, this okay. So people die, and then these guys are carrying their coffin. And I guess they're hired specifically for this. Oh, and okay. Oh, this guy he jumps on a bolt, uh, hits his nuts, oh. and he's dead. <laughs> oh, I get it. <laughs> yeah. So every God, time someone dies, that's so disrespectful to the corpse because they're like, <laughs> like what? No, not necessarily. Oh, nut shot again. This is like a compilation of nut shots followed by these guys dancing with a cough. <laughs> okay, because realistically, when they were pumping the coffin up and down, that's got to like jostle them. <laughs> yeah, every, 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 I mean, you, th you think of all the cultures where death isn't like so sad. It's something that's, you know, like a celebration of life and yeah, well, they're happiness. They're wrong. So, I mean, you know. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. No. Oh, oh, she's no, gonna, lady, no. Oh, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Every dance should like have to have something to do with like the way they died, right? So, <laughs> and so the guy on a motorcycle doing like a wheelie. I saw that uh, the other day, and he <gasps> oh, and he's dead. Oh. He was so dead. He just <laughs> who knows how far that that thing went down. Oh my god! 
Okay, listen. Uh, text me or link me the um, the okay. link to this so I can ooh, link it. Oh, ooh, ooh. Okay, he's not dead, but he's probably really hurt. Okay, come on. We, we can't be describing this. <laughs> we okay. can because it's ridiculous. Right, what's it called? Coffin meme dance. Everybody, look it up. Yeah, it's African funeral dance, and this is what they're gonna. This is what they're gonna do for Kim Jong Un. Okay, so uh, let's. See. That was amazing. Oh yeah, so we I like w- that song, man. It's stuck the, in the my song head. is pretty good, right? <laughs> I know. Mm-hmm. Now mm-hmm. I oh. might be watching this more. Okay, that's in what the I. Future. That's what I wanted to look up before I started this. Oh, and you just sent me the link to I that. I thought good. you made it not no, make I, noise. No, no, I made it so that um people actually I don't know what just happened there. That's weird. Uh, hang so on. That people can't message you and it makes sound. Yeah, that's weird. I thought I put that uh. Jeff Goldblum on RuPaul. So Jeff Goldblum. Here, oh, wait, actually, here. Um, uh, a little bit of news. On the Bloomster. On the Bloomster. I found this to be a little newsworthy. Let's see if that'll stick. Uh, I may have one I call it. Came up with Bloomster. Okay, let's hope. Oh, nope, it's commercial. Hang on. Jeff Goldblum was uh, trending on. Yeah, so he was commenting. Are you religious? Right. May I ask? Okay, so um, so there's a uh, there's on he's on RuPaul. Are you gonna share it? Share it to well, the it TV. Won't, it won't go to the thing. So here, here, I'm just gonna show you a picture of the the of the uh, drag woman in question. Here, hang on. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. Press. Yes. Press play. We understand. Just listen to. The words that are, are said. Here we go. Back in the saddle. Here we go. Um, Not and to be honest, this outfit really represents the importance that she's dressed visibility for people of religious minorities need to have in this country. Isn't this an interesting wrinkle, though? Is there something in that religion that is anti-homosexuality uh, and anti-woman? Does that complicate the issue? I'm just raising it no, and thinking out loud and maybe being so stupid. So he's got no, some, no, some hate you? about that. <laughs> and <laughs> he's just, like, listen, he's on that show. What was that Disney show where uh, Jeff Goldblum just pontificates about stuff? Yeah. Uh, and he's like... The world according to Jeff Goldblum. And mm-hmm. that show is really good if you're high, because otherwise it's oh, just... that's a good show for being yeah, high. Yeah, but if you're sober, it's like, well, this is... And he still has... The, apparently, that's his life all the time. It's just... He just, like, strings together every thought that enters his head. And he makes a very reasonable point, but he, in this in this, in this this uh, uh, climate, that's not going to go over well. Like, that is... Uh, that's, yeah, that's, that's just a scary thing to say. That's true, but um, not every Muslim country. Not every, but in a lot of them, it's being gay is punishable by death. Like Saudi Arabia, like just beheaded like five gay dudes. You know, in some parts of this country, it's it's basically punishable by death. No, not be may not be legal, but. Well, that's based true of on, anything anywhere. Based on cultural. Well, that's true of anything anywhere. Beliefs, then, by like, so. but but we're talking about by the government. They say we will cut your head off or throw Russia. you off a building. Like e- Russia. Exactly. So there are plenty of places, but America doesn't hold a candle to that. Yes. Like that is a far reaching. Like the government doesn't say, oh yeah, you're going to throw that gay dude off a building till he's dead. <laughs> like there are hateful, bigoted people who will murder people. Yes. But uh, I guess 
there's a there's a difference in volume and ferocity. So that was oh. your news story. That was uh, well, kind of a news story. Also, uh, let's see, UV light kills the coronavirus. Oh, if you so um, if you're outdoors, if you inject it into your body too. <laughs> was that you? But you know, yeah, that's that is true. He said uh, he said something in the, in the dumbest. Yeah, Trump says on the dumbest way possible. But yeah, light therapy is done on like babies. In the, like they use infrared lights For to boost jaundice. their immune systems. Yeah. Oh. And uh, so when babies come out looking yellow, they put them under a blue light, which has UV. And also so they the they do irradiate. They also irradiate people's blood with UV radiation to treat certain diseases. So oh. that's getting the fucking. So he said the du- he said it in the dumbest way possible, but it was based in accuracy. It's the weirdest thing to hear this guy talk sometimes. Oh yeah, don't. It's like the way he says things is is so stupid. But then you, you go back and it's like, okay, he's heard a bunch of stuff and he put it together right. He just said it like a fucking idiot. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, he does. Yeah, there's a reason why he's not necessarily the best leader for this country because you need some, somebody that's actually going to say things the right way. Well, I mean, honestly, it doesn't help that the media takes him like wildly out of context sometimes or doesn't give him any of the benefit of the doubt. I mean, honestly, like I'm glad we have him right now for this because he why? has not... He has not done what a lot of other people want to do, which is radically expand the government's powers. Like, uh, given the opportunity to, he did, did he not basically do. threaten martial law. Yeah, he's there's a, yeah. Difference between, there's a difference between threatening something and doing it. They're saying like, listen, this may have to be a thing, but in re in, in reality, like you know, he hasn't used the Defense Production Act nearly as much as people want him to, and we haven't been overwhelmed. Like other people want to fundamentally re renegotiate. Who how are these other people? We're talking like people like AOC, uh, Ariana Presley. They're talking about where's your uh, nationalizing. Uh, yeah, they've said it out loud. They've Can talked you share about those? they've talked about universal basic income. What's they've wrong talked with that? about because well, we didn't we don't need it as long as we, we don't. No. Are you sure? Like until like a month or two months ago, we had a phenomenal economy. Like almost everyone employed. It was phenomenal. Yes. Interesting. Was it okay? I'm sorry. Was the economy bad? Certainly wasn't great. It was. Well, it was great. When, right before it's this, it's a nuanced discussion there. It is a nuanced discussion, which I don't think that Spike is prepared to have. Well, I, <laughs> honestly, it was a, it was a phenomenal economy. Like the Democrats could not attack him on the economy. That's yeah, that's true. Like, um, it wasn't really his doing, but sure. well, yeah, because he stayed out of the economy's way. No, because it's because of processes that were put in place before he came into the presidency. I mean, that's so, kind of a weird thing to say because honestly... His, his real impact on the economy won't truly be seen for another several years. Well, we've seen that that's not exactly the case too because people's perception of what a president's going to do also highly affects the market. And remember, we had like eight years of Obama and during that entire time, it was just like anemic growth. Was it though? Yes. We've seen a lot of change in job growth in the last four well, one, years well once you get to once you get to like three percent unemployment those are the people you can't get to work i wasn't paying attention to the economy during the obama years. <laughs> you weren't paying attention to the economy or to politics until andrew yang come out yeah came out no. well i was paying attention to the economy when i like got into the stock market well yeah that's what i mean but realistically yeah <laughs> we don't need a universal basic income if we just go back to work well, um, are they trying to get an actual UBI? Well, that's think, what they were talking think, about, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, it's good to start thinking about a UBI, though. Well, yeah, if we uh, don't, if those jobs never come back, 
Yes. It was a good idea before this. Well, yeah, like a, I, I disagree. What, like a, what, JCPenney closed and they're probably not going to open up ever again. Yeah, but does yeah, that mean, evidence. yeah, does that mean <laughs> that those are, those jobs are never going to be filled like by another company that does something that JCPenney would do? Yeah, I don't know. But, you know, um, I'm a proponent of UBI. I think it's a good thing. I think it, I think it's a good thing if those jobs are ne- if we're not getting new jobs, if the jobs are only going away. Yeah, I, and I th- that probably will happen at some point. At some point, yes. And at that point, that's when you start talking about this. If automation gets to the point where, yeah, we don't have people who make things, it's just too cheap to have people like or to, to have machines do it. Yeah, and so a lot of the jobs though. Uh, are being lost overseas anyway. So like a lot of manufacturing is left American, but when automation hits big, ironically that all the manufacturing will come back to America, but then um, the rest of the world will start, stop, start losing the manufacturing jobs. That's true too. Well, I mean, uh, those other countries are going to go through their own industrial revolutions and they will need to have manufacturing of their own. Yeah, that's true. So they, they, there won't be manufacturing for us as much as they may be manufacturing for each other or, you know, their local, like, country groups. Yeah. So, like, who knows what Africa is going to be like in 20, 30 years. But, uh, yeah, I think, you know, I think, um, so who's talking about EBI? Uh, pretty much anyone in the squad and Bernie Sanders. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Bernie... Oh, they're, yeah, they're all talking about EBI. Uh, Back when Andrew Yang was uh, running, they're like saying... There's a Kennedy. AOC was like against Not UBI, or at least Andrew Yang's UBI. Yeah. That. And this is the kind of time where you want to be careful because like the last New Deal extended the Great Depression by like years. So it's it's very like risky to expand government power. <laughs> Are you looking that up? Mm-hmm. A, lo- a lot Sam- of... Samantha's looking yeah, that up. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of uh, economists agree with that, that it, it just put a... It, it shows winners and losers put massive amounts of regulation on people, inflated the currency. Mm-hmm. And we're kind of getting near that right now where we're just pumping money into the economy and who's going to be buying our debt. Like the only way to do that would be to inflate the economy and then our, my savings is not going to be worth anything. That's true. Well, uh, unless you have Bitcoin. Unless I have Bitcoin, but I do not have Bitcoin. Bitcoin's the hedge against inflation. Yes. Well, that and gold, I guess, I, I guess that's a form of gold technically because it's a finite resource that, uh, that is, I guess, would be a, a cur or a, um, a, what's the word I'm looking for for a protection against inflation? Um, safe haven. Safe haven, yeah. Hedge. Yes, but also you see like any kind of crisis, like in uh, after 9/11, the government expanded its power as far as what they could do to spy on us. Yeah, so there's definitely going to be extra powers after this. Yeah. <clears throat> Win, lose, or draw. Uh, we're going to lose a little bit of rights after this. And that is, that, that's kind of why, like, as much as you <laughs> might not like him, in this situation, well, Trump's not asking for more power. <clears throat> True. He is, yeah, I don't know. Trump is uh, Trump. He's a bloviating asshole, but for some reason, <laughs> he stumbled into federalism. <laughs> Somehow. So who, who the f- he doesn't know exactly what it's called because he's like, call it federalism. I heard him talk, like, call it federals or whatever. But he he nailed it, I guess. It's so weird. Yeah. So yeah, that's. Uh, but realistically, the news is getting better about like COVID nineteen. So we're 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 coming. I think we're coming out of this pretty soon. Like the death or the the mortality rate keeps going down as they start testing more and more people. 
Mm-hmm. It's a it's not it's never going to be like less deadly than the flu, but it's looking like it's in the ballpark of that, which means we uh we just have to quarantine and socially distance especially around vulnerable people, right? Yeah. So, it's probably going to be slow trickle and in back into the like the uh the way things were. Like people are even when restaurants and movies open, I think people are still going to be kind of freaked out about it a little bit. Yeah. They're still going to be wearing masks probably. Yeah. So, I mean, we're, we, we like six feet apart in movie theaters and stuff like it that. It will probably. like, yeah, movie theaters are going to go out of business during this, but certain ones I think will come back, but it's just going to be hard because you can't pack a theater the way you used to for at least for the time being. Yeah. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, comp- businesses are going to want to make up for lost time. The yep. ones that have stuck around and they're like, oh shit, like, um. You know, we don't we 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 fired everyone, and now there's like this huge demand suddenly for all these businesses. So there's going to be a big hiring boom, I think. Yeah. After uh, after this. Well, yeah. What what really kind of stuck out to me was like the AMC where by where I used to live. I was driving by like after work one night, and I'm always used to seeing that big red like like Max whatever their like super screen is like the Titan or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's just weird seeing that whole building be dark. I know. Like uh, what was nice? One of my bosses was talking about uh barona or something Mm -hmm. they don't even have doors because they're never closed oh Mm -hmm. yeah so they have to like board it up oh that's That's the entirety of vegas like Ah. except that the vegas governor wants to use all of them as lab rats apparently but whatever he does it it is weird we're all lab rats right now which is the weirdest thing because they're all they're starting to test us all well i mean not all of us but we're getting thousands of people tested Mm -hmm. So, like, we're all kind of in that study. Here's what we should be talking about. Okay. The USDA letting millions of pounds of food rot while food bank demand soars. Uh, Them killing millions of chickens instead of processing them. Um, There's, like, a bunch of stories of doing that to hogs, too. Yeah, this is the problem with government. Rather than actually putting that food into places where it's needed like food banks or local farmers or local butchers or anything like that they're just gonna trash it yeah this is the problem with government that like it's just this weird like procedure they just automatically like click into following mm-hmm. and so they're, they're just like well i was just following the procedure if so i'm betting it's something like if x it happens we have to do y and so, like, they're just, they're, they're stupidly following a procedure when, you know, somebody should have stopped and reported up the chain, like, hey, we got a bunch of food here that's going to go bad, or a bunch of chickens that we're probably going to have to kill. What should we do with them? <laughs> Does it say why they're doing it? Because mm. it, you... it says much of the produce that was destined for restaurant chains faced an immediate crisis, find customers for surplus surplus crops or plow the fields under to avoid attracting pests so it's stuff that would have gone to restaurant chains but instead of diverting it they're just going to plow it so yeah that's they're dumping milk too now uh, see the, so that that's the question i gotta ask is like what is is it like is it like a, a weird like government thing where they say okay if this happens then this happens or and like i said it's just the wheels of government government's a big idiot in your house It'll follow your instructions, but it's not going to be really good with the nuanced stuff. It looks like it's just like a thing where they probably 
They're just because they're saving their assets. Well, because they don't have anyone buying it. They don't have the money to like distribute it. Yeah, that That's might probably. But there, there are funds for that that can be found. Like it's not it like. It's not like they're completely at a loss for what to do. It is entirely possible. Oh yes, it, I think it yeah, very much is. So I think that an investigation is going to come up with something that's going to be kind of disappointing. I'd probably be very disappointing when they say, okay, here's the mechanism by which this occurred. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of a... I mean, uh, I'm trying to do the thing where uh, what Joe Rogan does when yeah. it, like, it gets all serious and then he brings up a joke. And then it like makes it all lighthearted again. Well, the, I, I can't find anything. Well, yeah, the problem. Yeah. There is nothing yeah, the problem is to yes, we're about it. Yeah, the problem is sad. yeah, like farmers are going broke, and we're ru- we're going to start running out of food, and this is why it's important to open up the economy again, especially as we uh, realize like it's getting safer and safer mathematically to be outside. So this this part of the article is saying it left many growers with no choice but to trash excess food or leave it in the fields because the cost of picking, packing, and storing would only put them further in the hole. Okay, so there... Some with more resources in hand took on the cost of harvesting and donating themselves, but the gut-wrenching reality is that crops are being abandoned on an unprecedented scale. But that just... So some people could do it. The government should be doing it. Well, and that's that's because uh, that would be part of taking care of farmers as well as taking care of the rest of the people. Yes, a- absolutely. So, the, and this is kind of, yeah, kind of the problem with government is they're kind of slow on these sorts of things. There, there should government is like we are. There uh, should already be contingency plans in place, but the thing is, they don't think ahead. They're reactive. They're not proactive. That government's never been proactive. Well, it depends on like what you what you're talking about. There are tons of plans like a, like I, I Yeah, they're proactive when it comes to protecting their pocketbooks for well, the people sitting gonna, in Congress. I was going to say war because like war uh, that. Yeah, they have they have tons of plans. They have a plan for like if Canada attacks <laughs> like literally somewhere in a vault. But you know, yeah, like y- this is going to be a thing like the um that like a commission they're putting together to investigate this. It's going to show what the like pretty much the, what the 9/11 investigation showed was several administrations set a precedent and it's it was fucked up for years and we were just lucky up to this point that it didn't break out uh, like any sort of pandemic or anything you know i don't think i don't think uh, the government's prepared for like the asteroid strike or no, the no. yellowstone well it's going to be exactly like well, let me major not... flooding like i don't think that uh i don't think that we're prepared for that or the government i think if this is teaching us anything it's that um the government is basically their, their stance, their posture is to us basically what they what they want to say. What they should say is, "Hey, American people, uh, we like that you work for us, and that you like you know you go to your jobs and you make money and you pay taxes into us, yeah, and you help the economy be strong so it can make us politicians rich and you know our but <laughs> we'll yeah. never say our that. butt buddies and make our butt buddy uh, corporate guys even richer so that they can pay us." But uh, if anything happens, uh, you guys are on your own. Yeah. The, the so we appreciate you guys doing all the work, but there's no contingencies here. Yeah, this so. is this is why I'm a fan of term limits for senators. <laughs> <laughs> so pretty much, yeah, that's that's what they're saying is like you're on your own. So go. Well, we're not go on our build own. your shelters and. Yeah, we're not on our own. It's just <laughs> going to take them a while. It's, they're not going to be lightning fast with this, and really, no government in the world was like what you'd call like what you'd like to say is like super good at this. 
honestly. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, some of the smaller countries were were quicker because they have like a smaller population and stuff. But you know, we're we're the third biggest population in the world. Yeah. So. Uh, it and it's looking like this probably has been here since uh, like February, <coughs> honestly. Possibly. Probably earlier than probably that. Probably earlier than that. Like that's that's us. that's the most like that that's the most like confer- the earliest confirmed case we have. And as we start to get like a more um, antibody testing, we're probably going to learn. Yeah, like uh, people are going to start saying, "Oh yeah, I had a bug. They said it wasn't flu, but it was kind of like it." And people are going to get an accurate timeline on this. I think they're actually setting up. Our GM was saying that. Downtown he saw over off of Third Street, Third Avenue, and between A Street and Ash, there's a an ace parking lot there that I don't know, like a month ago they had sort of set up, but then they'd closed down probably because it wasn't officially sanctioned, but now they've like reopened it and it's a testing site. So it's either antibodies or it's viral testing or maybe it's both. Yeah. It- and we will need yeah testing, but I don't think millions are, are, are is gonna is gonna be like the the standard. Really, you need like you need like representative testing. I think because like doing millions of people, that's not gonna protect you from the virus. It'll let you like find a hot spot that you need to lock down for a little bit. They did testing in um, Los Angeles County that found with the margin of error between two and a half and five percent of the population. Oh yeah, millions of already people already had it and didn't even know it. And listen, so that's crazy, which means that it is everywhere. Very possible that it's been here for a lot longer than we anticipated, or that just a lot of people have had it and have been spreading it around. It's been so here since getting the dawn of time. Sick. So the, it's well, been around before humankind yeah. walked foot on the. But earth. honestly, that's kind <laughs> of a good thing because the more people who've had it, and like overall, means the lower the mortality rate is. But it also means that the more people that have had it that didn't know that they had it have spread it to other people who maybe are immunocompromised or then passing it on to other people who are That's absolutely true, but, there, but so there's nothing not, we can do. It's not really a good or a bad thing. It's just a concerning thing. I, I, I think it might depend on how you choose to look at it. And your, your way of looking at it is valid. But the way I choose to, to like, I, I acknowledge that bit of it, but I also would like to look at it as the fact that the mortality rate is incredibly low and that means we know that people like us could probably go out and start like living our lives again and we just need to quarantine certain people and take care of them because honestly we're going to start running out of money and food so having us like stimulate the economy so that the people who need to stay indoors can be supported i think is a good thing yeah that's a good they still need to do more testing to truly understand though because right now it's still so up in the air that that we just don't know oh i think what we do know is that the 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 mortality rate is at like under 0.5 now yeah here's my question and we know oh sorry go my question is okay so the outbreak this is how the story goes of coronavirus right yeah there was an outbreak in wuhan somewhere Uh, the doctor the doctor, that the whistleblower doctor, mm-hmm. he's like famous. So oh yeah, they, we, don't, they, they, we don't know his name. He was well, thirty-three yeah, and he died of it. Basically, they they kept him in a room without treatment until he died of it. They murdered him. Yeah, so that's pretty pretty brutal there. But he noticed that there was like this a lot of people having similar symptoms. Like he, he noticed that there was a sickness going around, and uh, 
it was like a respiratory, right? He's, yeah. He was noticing like it was kind of like everyone was coming with these similar symptoms, right? And they said, oh, shit, this is like a, I think this is an outbreak of something, right? Yeah. So he was noticing that there in his little part of the world, in his hood. He got disappeared. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I guess it was, so then it was left to continue. Yeah. Right. Without him, right? The Chinese government let <laughs> 4 million people leave Wuhan. <laughs> yeah. So when that was happening, was it also in America at the same time? Oh, no, that's How come where our it, doctors weren't noticing. Well, that's it? where it started. So it, it has have to spread. Well, and if they well, they probably saw. Well, you just have a really, really, really bad flu. Well, that's the thing. Like uh, we're no because we didn't have any gauge. Yeah, we did. We didn't know that it was already. We thought we, the World Health Organization was telling us up until January that there was no human to human transmission. We were we weren't looking for it. And what we've noticed here is that um, very recently, uh, flu deaths have dropped to zero suddenly. So, uh, uh, which means that they're counting every like regular flu death as a as a as a COVID death. Um, so, like, there's a, you're gonna find there's a lot there's a lot of weirdness in how they're reporting this. I think, actually, I just n- know that because flu deaths and heart attacks have suddenly disappeared. <laughs> have they? Oh yeah, like like people aren't going to the hospital for fear of catching catching the Wuhan virus. So they're either counting like other deaths as like as COVID deaths. Uh-huh. And before that they were counting COVID deaths as flu deaths because uh-huh. it looked basically like the flu. Okay. So like, w- I think it's both been under and over reported. I'm, I'm interested to see as this pans out over the next year, we'll find out what those numbers actually say. Cause I'm getting news reports about that where people who died of drug overdoses, but had like Wuhan, I'm sorry, um, COVID, uh, <laughs> The Kung Flu. The Kung, yeah. Stop. <laughs> it's well, really they, not funny. but they're ca- but they're counting they're counting those as as, as a as a COVID death. So okay. like so there there are times where the and I hear there's a there's a financial incentive for some of these uh, hospitals to do that because they'll get funding for that. Hmm. Well, I mean, if you look at how maybe underfunded some certain hospitals are with like you know supplies and stuff, they might want to actually do that. Right, and well, and that's that's kind of the good thing too is that we our our health system was never overwhelmed. It was strained, and it, like, but in like New York, the worst, the hardest hit place, mm-hmm. they didn't use all the hospitals. They didn't need to like double up on ventilators, except in weird emergency situations. So we 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 weren't overwhelmed. I do want to point out that the CDC is not reporting zero oh. for influenza, but they are showing that it is down to 11.4% mortality this week from 14.5% last week. So they're not reporting zero deaths by pneumonia and influenza. Ah, so it's just a notable drop. So I think that... Probably people are staying home and dying in their homes and not getting (laughs) reported. (laughs) Let's be real. That's true. So Uh yeah, there's that. So yeah, the numbers are going to be weird for the next year basically or two years next year or two years i think uh yeah but it'll, it'll take a couple of years but we'll figure it out and uh well this is going to be a very weird blip on every statistical radar ever i'm telling you they're going to call this new generation the q generation oh uh, generation q that's really lame actually honestly i'm glad i'm not generation q. yeah me too because well all i think about is star trek next gen and just q himself Hmm. But there, but that is see we're in the wrong time for that. Next gen's old hat. <sighs> Damn it. And uh, 
There was a World War Three in the Next Generation too. Oh yeah, I think they did have the a World Star War Three. Well, it, it's in the history. Yeah. So they don't. They, they're. It's the where uh, Star Trek takes like place like what a hundred years after World War Three. I think I forget exactly. It's. It's still it was it happened and that's when we grew up as a species. They say. Yeah, and then so. that's when Saffron Cochran made the. Uh, the jump. Yep. The first. Well, he, he did. He made the first uh, warp test drive. And then the Vulcans were like, hey, what's up, dude? Hey, what's going on, baby? We're allowed to talk to you now because you have warp drive. Yep, prime directive. <laughs> Boom. All right, look. Who says that fast cars doesn't give atten- get attention from Oh, it does, let me tell you. <laughs> I, every time you see a Vulcan chick in, in uh, Star Trek, she's hot. That's true. They, they Those Vulcan chicks, uh, they cold. do Pilates. Oh, they do Pilates, but they're also cold. It's like dating a German chick. All right, so that being said... We're at 36 minutes. You said you wanted to do a shorter one. So let's, before we go into the 45-minute mark, yeah, let's transition away from the topics of heavy life and say that we've, we've enjoyed talking to you, everyone out there. We had, I think this was a more substantive show. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, not, not terrible. Not terrible. So that being said, thanks for tuning in to the Transmit Podcast. Uh, soon with a new um, logo. Yeah. Uh, I think it's about time... Transmit have its own logo. Nice. That being said, I'm your host, Spike. I'm Samantha. I'm Victor. We'll see you next time.